0: okay i think we're good to go hey welcome everyone to the 50 second podcast that we'll be doing today um kind of a spur of the moment content generation um was feeling it that i might do it over the weekend um decided to come out with the outline a bit later and uh Actually, in truth, I just generated the outline to its completion as of like a couple minutes ago. So um, today will probably just be a solo one. Um, I had a bit of a bit of ranting to go about for today because I've had a couple of realizations in the very recent past to where I've needed to to have this talk. So, um yeah. So today we'll be going over this topic, which I've labeled it as problems with self-reflection and maintaining self-integrity. And I've been thinking about this for quite a bit because I've taken a look at how the self-reflective capacity that i've had has generated problems for me and kind of the full spectrum of what i would expect or what you might expect as as someone else and what does self-reflection actually mean in terms of it's uh, in terms of someone like either being good at it having it or having none at all and the self-reflection is a part of me being able to think about the different ways that i performed or will perform um or i guess yeah have been more past tense per se and it's useful for me i think to be able to take a look at things that i've done in the past and make preparations for how i go about similar situations in the future so i think functionally self-reflection is very useful um, and can be useful to a lot of people. I think the problems arise when you get stuck in this self-reflective capacity or in this self-reflective activity um, that prohibits you from, I guess, other dimensions of your life. So, for example, in the past, I would have this problem of, um, very specifically, with like soccer games when I was uh, when I was a soccer athlete back in my high school days um, some things that I would do, I'd like play a game. I'd, I'd mess up like a couple times. Um, and my parents would come up to me and say like, Hey, you did a great job during your game today. And I, I would have very particular, um, instances where I would be able to say something, I guess, against their positive praisings. Um, so (sighs) yeah, it's, It's a problem when i'm able to be self-reflective and self-critical use those opportunities for having that self-reflective capacity to be critical towards myself Um, and so allowing this ability to think and reflect upon my past enables me to i guess enables my biases rather to think negatively about myself and i am Pretty negative in nature towards myself. And I I have to be reminded by friends and family to not be so hard um, and perhaps give myself more benefit of the doubt. Though I do think, I do think there are some cases where they don't see the full picture. And that's the kind of line of thinking that you need to. You know, you have to give yourself some credit because they may not know all the pieces and details about what you're going through or how you went through something um, and the small details that you were able to pick up versus what they can't. But that doesn't that shouldn't discredit how other people can view you uh, on the limited amount of details that they have. So being able to discredit the full picture or the um, or the feedback of other people, just because they don't know the full details of your life and how you experience things, should not be justification for why their voice voices don't matter. Um, and in fact, I tend to pick up on very negative stuff. But if they if I can trust that the other people can can think and see things um, to a somewhat decent list of dimensions that they're able to evaluate my performance under then i will usually give them a more accurate standing as to how my performance really went uh, because I, i've noticed being biased towards yourself is definitely inaccurate and i think you have to be humble about um, knowing that your voice especially towards yourself isn't going to be fair um, but i do trust my voice went in terms of Being able to praise others and recognize the, the values that other people bring. So to that extent, that extent, my voice is great um, and should be listened to for other people. But me towards myself, definitely not. Um, But yeah, self-reflection as a whole usually enables me to to improve my performances so that I can think about the future uh, future activities similar activities but they also hinder me to a point of um shatteredness isn't the right word but (laughs) because i can't think of the one right now like i'll go with shattered for now so pretty much crippled sorry that's the right word yeah it cripples me to the point where i'm not able to like be functional or productively functional optimally functional so that's the that's what the problem of self-reflection can be. I was listening to a podcast or like a snippet from, from a podcast, um, of Jordan Peterson. And he mentions the statistic of this ability to be, I am I'm going to definitely misquote this, but the core, the general correlation is that self-reflection as an activity usually brings about like an unhappy nature. Um, so, having this ability to be self-reflective is going to make your life not as good. I suppose it brings unhappy. The actual correlation is like unhappiness and self-reflection. And so, you know, I've taken a look at perhaps my own, (laughs) my own lifestyle about praising about being self-reflection, self-praising self-reflection and, um, thinking that I'm I'm good with doing it and being like using it to be useful to others in service of others having that kind of good p- capacity to do so and I, I kind of feel guilty over the involvement that I've had with other people. it's hard to it's hard to know that me being self-reflective and giving people this toolkit to like enable their biases per se is it's i guess it kind of stemmed from me you know i i definitely feel guilty for one person that i've involved myself with who underwent a underwent kind of self-reflective mode. and I think all we ever do now when we interact with each other is be like self-reflective. And I can't, I I really can't shake the feeling of being guilty about doing that to, to them. And so I do that with like a lot of other people who haven't really progressed further in terms of enabling their biases with self-reflection. But there are people out there who have definitely gained something from having that capacity after their involvement with me which isn't to say that like most people don't already have that developed to begin with because some people really do like they have the tools needed to be like self-reflective and make progressive productive progressive movements um towards who they want to be but there's other people who have taken a turn for the worst in having that toolkit because it it enables them to confirm or not really confirm, but it, it enables their biases to do a real, <laughs> to do real damage towards them. Um, thankfully, with the the network of people that I've been with, they haven't taken it up and thought negatively about themselves. I think they've made, there are instances where they make like very productive um, progress towards being mindful of what their actions are doing for themselves and how they think about like their friends, like they've done, there's nameable instances where it's done really great stuff for them. Um, I just know the capacity of negativity that it's brought to other people. Um, and I think it will continue to bring like negativity to other people if they're not able to bias or counter their biases well enough. Um, and so that brought up this, this thought, because if this was a, the quote that I just mentioned, or rather the statistic that I mentioned, um, (laughs) awfully paraphrased at this point, not even associated with the person anymore, but they are a psychologist. And I, I think maybe perhaps what they were trying to say, or rather what I should have tried to say is that the correlation of unhappy people is usually from this behavior of self-reflection. And so <clears throat> kind of naming back to, to the two stories that I had, or like the two cases that I had brought up, which is people being productive with having this self-reflective capacity, as well as people who have done harm to themselves and crippled themselves over this self-reflective capacity, it's... I think the people who are unhappy are self-reflective and participate in self-reflective op- or self-reflection often but I don't think self-reflection as a practice guarantees one or the other. I think it's up to the individual and how they want to utilize it for their own purposes. And I think the bias usually as comes as like an unforeseen avenue as to how people are being critical towards themselves or harming themselves and there there's other named instances of how people can use self-reflective practices to be able to aid other people so namely even though i you could take my word for you know using allowing other people to use like self-reflection as a practice to to benefit their lives their psychologists in general i think have a pretty good way as of dismantling how one person's like negative self-reflection can be more accurate towards perhaps a better line of thinking Um, and i think psychologists do a great way or a great job at Um, manipulating someone's biased thoughts to be more accurate um, towards what reality represents. Um, And so they shift the focus off of the negativity of the person, and they transition that into perhaps a more humble or more accurate style. Um, And it's hard to dismiss the, the negative internal thoughts that someone might be going through, but because like you are experiencing that generally saying the person who is in that negative cycle is experiencing something real, but what is also real is the representation at which psycho uh, psychologists are able to present in their arguments, um, counter to not necessarily directly counter to the negative thoughts of the person and what they're having, but there's more to, there are more dimensions to be paying attention to. Um, and so I was listening to, um, I, I we've already like watched some of his work. His name is Dr. K, um, needs no introduction from, (laughs) uh, if you've already heard him, my other talk. Yeah. He needs no introduction, but, um, he was talking with, or he had an interview recently that I was listening to today. Um, and a lot of his processes, enabled this line of thinking to problem solve out the negative bias of someone's experience or that someone is experiencing which was beautifully done because it it enables this i guess thorougher thinking through the negative thought process that this person was experiencing to come to the conclusion that this mentality that they were having was actually unjust towards themselves, um, and did it with, <laughs> I guess, in a pretty beautiful way. So I had a lot of appreciation for it. But yeah, I think psychologists general job is to is to dismantle the negativity by proving it's irrationality, and then suggesting a more rational perspective to have that would be become in place of the negativity um and usually there's doubts associated with that transition which is fine um in the moment i think people are usually compliant with adopting the new positive outlook or the the humble outlook but the bias will continue to come back and take over that realistic perspective as if like the other dimensions at which they didn't bring up in the conversation um invalidates the psychologist's perspective um that was adopted so the negativity continues to come back because there are unsolved problems within the philosophy of the the negative-minded individual okay so I think that that's most of what I wanted to talk about with self-reflection. I guess I don't know, just to go over the highlights. I feel guilty about promoting it uh, for other people, considering like where it's gotten them. But I I'm also kind of proud of how it's gotten uh, other people to the right spot. So I think I think if there were ways for me to There were ways for me to involve my self-reflective capacity with other people i need to have the understanding that their ability and their biases are not towards themselves or are not like harsh towards themselves otherwise i think my involvement with with pushing for like self-reflective activity is probably not the way to go for them otherwise i think it could be used as a tool to improve other people's lives um And I'll have to make that distinction in the future. Yeah. So um, this goes hand in hand with, I guess, another realization that I had, which is maintaining your self-integrity and disciplining yourself. Um, Two years ago, I was around like 215 pounds. And I'm going to keep mentioning weight when it comes to like self integrity and discipline, because I, to me, this story is like the most iconic story I can bring up for, it's, it's like the, the best nameable case for me to where I'm able to present this idea or these ideas about like, um, improving yourself and they hold dear to me because I want to keep replicating it for myself. And I guess over this past year, I haven't done a great job at doing it. So um, just to catch everyone up, if, if you haven't heard some of the other podcasts, but in 2020, I think I was December, 2020. This is like mid COVID in the two year cycle. December, 2020, I was like 215 pounds. I had lost drastic weight for the next six months. I'd lost like 40 ish pounds over six months. And I was looking great. I felt great. I was working out daily for around like an hour and a half a day. And just something happened in December of 2020, where it just changed my perspective about what i needed to do so i was still in school at the time but it wasn't too much of a stressor so i started doing like 30 minutes of like cardio i did like a 30 minute cycle session turned into an hour-long cycle session and that lasted me for like two or three months and that was every day so i was working out like seven hours a week doing pretty well for myself. And the first 20 pounds went by quick. Um, I was in the midst of losing 30. And then I kind of got to a stopping point in terms of like losing weight with the current exercise that I did with the diet that I had. Um, So then I shifted gears to a 30 minute running session, like every day for a few months. Um, and that lost me like the extra 10 pounds after that, I gained a little bit of weight because I, I was gaining muscle in my legs. There there was a lot of running that I was doing. Um, but yeah, it was, it was around like a two and a half mile run with a lot of incline and a lot of decline. Um, and it was a great time. So I, I made that decision for myself, um, to start losing weight in the moment that made all the difference was that i was attending a family gathering virtually um and i was looking around and i just i saw myself I, okay when i when i do <laughs> when i do virtual meetings usually i'm paying attention to myself and what the camera sa- like says about me um because that's how i look And that's what I tend to focus on. I don't focus on everyone else's portraits. I just focus on mine usually. Um, And I just said, I need to do better. I need to look better. So what I ended up doing is sacrificing like an hour of my time each day. And I made the changes needed in order for me to look better at and I guess to head towards the goal that I wanted to head towards. Like I wanted to be one hundred and forty-five pounds, which I never got to. I got to one hundred and seventy-five, which was forty pounds lighter. But yeah, definitely a hundred or did I say one hundred seventy-five? Yeah, um, one hundred forty-five would have been. You did the math right. Seventy pounds less. So. That's a, that's a lot of weight to be asking, especially for me and the genetics that I have. The diet definitely needed to be better, and it, I think it's getting better on this next iteration. But um, as of as of recent, I've been paying attention to my weight. Um, I'm eating. I guess generally less. I'm still working out. I'm doing muscle um, or like weightlifting stuff too. So it's not helpful in the sense that I'm like trying to gain muscle while also trying to lose fat. But I think I'll I'll be patient with it. I'll be patient with it. Um, Because I do do know that a lot of the calories that I'll be losing throughout the day, the net calorie loss, is going to contribute to the fat and the muscle gain will you know, even out weight somehow. So even if I'm gaining, gaining weight on the scale, doesn't mean that I'm not losing fat, which it is what it is. Um, But I do remember a specific um, mentality that I had towards myself when I went through that in 2020. And it was, I'm going to see this activity through, through the end, through to the end. And nothing's going to stop me. I would take a look at myself in the mirror and just smile. Because I knew that the efforts that I was going to put in, uh, even though I was fat as fuck, <laughs> was going to improve the situation that I was in. And I, I kept a positive mindset. I stayed driven. And I disciplined myself to, to do that workout every day. And it got me to where... It got me as far as it did. Uh, Up until like last September So a whole year ago is when I I stopped doing the running But I continued on cycling um, So that I stayed at like 175 for a long time uh, Up until like December and then we had family over um, And I I dropped all the habits There was about a month where I wasn't I wasn't exercising and I was eating quite a bit So you know things changed but the kind of integrity that i lost during that was i started playing to my desires like i i stopped disciplining myself over a bunch of different things and that was that was the problem at which got me to the mentality of just following my desires everywhere so now i'm kind of in the process of regaining uh, this disciplinary action towards myself. Um, and today was a really good, uh, was a really good day. I will say I've been trying to discipline myself over the past like two weeks. Um, I guess part of the Vegas trip that hasn't been publicly announced yet over, (laughs) over this podcast is when you're with a lot of hot people in the moment, it really makes you want to be hot too. So go do the best you can. Cause that's the that's the kind of inspiration that will make you want to go back to that same environment and say, I want to be hot for the next time that we do this, um, or for the next time that I I'm in this situation. And I'd be very happy to go back, um, perhaps when I'm like, one sixty-five. So even even more drastic than than what I had achieved before, even one seventy-five would be great. So I, I look pretty good back then. I think I can look even better with with less weight, but I'd have to make a lot of drastic decisions for my diet. And at this point in time, I'm very willing to do that. I've been introduced to a lot of new good food, um, very plant-based, and I'm willing to, to put in the effort to continue eating those foods. Hopefully I should be able to make some myself. Um, so that it's more sustainable, for sure. And yeah, I'd, I'd be very looking forward to what I can achieve in the next couple of months to a year. So the the, the instant that like kind of broke the discipline, uh, the self-discipline behaviors, was the family coming over so that I didn't have the opportunities to exercise in the place that I have been exercising in. I have a gym membership now which should enable me to continue exercising throughout periods at which I may not have easy access to um, to exercise uh, methods. So, and I, I think most of my running now is at the gym instead of outside. So um, I should be running all the time now, uh, not just seasonally. Anyhow, I think the self-reflection for myself anyways being able to reflect on behalf of the experience and perhaps mentalities that i was going through back in 2020 should enable me to set up with some some level of confidence what my next what my how to tackle the obstacle again Um, and so a part of the realization from from the self-reflection is also knowing that I was not very social back then so back in 2020 I was um, pretty social on discord and I would chat with friends all the time but now I'm at a point where I don't know if I necessarily want to be chatting with people all the time I know inherently I want to be with people a lot but A part of the self disciplinary um, behavior is also taking a step back on the desires that you have. So I think I surround myself with enough people all the time to where I should be laying off a little bit and be more with myself. I think spending the time with myself should enable me to be more self focused and I guess, know what I should want. or rather, I guess make time for myself and do things that that I would sometimes be be peer pressured into, and instead choose something that might be more productive for my own self growth. Um, so, for example, I I play a lot of League of Legends recently with the San Francisco crew. Um, And I think a realization that I'm going to have today is I'm going to do some cutoff points and I'm still going to make time for um, some gym stuff when it comes up. So even if there's opportunities to play with other people, whether that be my main group of friends, pretty much all the, all the owners and speakers and the San Francisco crew, I'm going to, I will make the executive decision for myself to to break off when I need to instead of caving to the peer pressure. So I think that's going to be something I'm going to look forward to in the future, which may come off as me being less social or me standing up for myself, being stern to other people, giving people perhaps a cold shoulder. But I think there are ways, oh, okay, I say cold, sh- the cold shoulder instance, but I don't, I don't know if I'd actually do that. I think there are ways to be able to continue promoting the friendship that you have with other people while also sticking up for yourself. Um, and I think I'm good about doing that. I'll just need to make sure that I implement that more towards um, actions that I make towards myself. <sighs> Um, I am also evaluating the different people around me because I think there are some who leech off of perhaps my positive, uh, my positivity. Um, And I don't think that's something that others are necessarily worthy of, or rather aren't worthy of my time. That's the better way to put it. So not showing the the positivity as much to, to people who, um, people who I don't think bring me value, Um, which doesn't happen too often. (laughs) I'm pretty, I, I don't talk with a lot of people all the time. Um, I do a part of like the self integrity and discipline, like motivation, is also taking a look at other, how like other people live. So, um, I've been a part of social media for a while and I I think it's a good inspiration to see like people who are out living their life or perhaps living in like beauty or whatever. And their realizations again, that, that like, if I am to make myself the best looking guy that I can be, I need to lose the weight. Um, and so the behaviors are going to be, Definitely motivated and inspired in the direction of making the healthy choices that I need to make to look better. <clears throat> um, and there, there are others as well who live a lifestyle that I perhaps can't live. Um, and I need to start making these decisions towards myself where I'm put in those opportunities to live in ways that I want to. So um there's just several reminders all across like different different things that i see different people that i interact with that remind me that my life can be better and i should be making it better um but yeah i think one of the the major realizations that the like i guess the take the biggest takeaway that i've got is you're allowed to be who you want. You're always allowed to be who you want, and you should be actively pursuing that. And I think this is one of those moments where I'm reevaluating my my current life through like the self reflection techniques that I use, um, and knowing who I want to be, and making a plan to do that. Okay. Last points. Um, how will these new attitudes affect the network I've built up? I've kind of mentioned that already, which is the odds that I'm going to come off more negative to people is probably going to be a lot higher. Um, now that I'm going to be more self-focused in terms of, um, or I guess self-serving is is a better way. Like I'm going to be more self-serving when it comes to decisions that may involve me that may like, optionally involve me. Um, and so I'll have to be, be sure to fine tune how I engage in those, um, opportunities or those, um, invitations to where I'm still honoring the person, a uh, person's invitation without, um, not coming off as a asshole because I, I do have that problem <laughs> sometimes. So, okay. That's all I wanted to say for this one. Um, I, I'm not necessarily sure if what I had talked about in this podcast would be useful for other people. Um, I do just know, I guess I did kind of phrase this as a rant in my stage announcements. So it is what it is. Okay. I think I'm going to call it there. Um, I don't know when the next podcast will come up. Probably whenever I have a spur of the moment, um, (laughs) spur of the moment, like passion, um, idea or passion topic that I want to discuss. So I'll I'll keep an eye on the discord. I'll, I'll be around for that. Um, I promise the next one though, will not just be me, um, or be like specific to myself. Um, so I'll, I'll have like a more generic, uh, podcast topic for other people to provide input on if they want to join. Um, So, okay. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next time.